Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a Lip Media Podcast. This episode of The Gays Are Revolting is brought to you by Gail. Gale is a gay ale made with a nod to our community's sense of pride and self-expression. At a time when our community needs it most, and the great thing about Gale is that they donate a percentage of profits back to the community. Visit galebev.com.au and use code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout for 10% off. That's galebev.com.au and use the code GAYSREVOLTING at the checkout. The Gays Are Revolting is supported by supersimplecards.com. Bring back the joy of card giving. Order a pack of greeting cards from supersimplecards.com with 10% off your entire order when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at checkout. And remember, cards are a nice addition to your shit gift. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, a weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. You can subscribe to The Gays Are Revolting on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us social media love by following at Gays Revolting on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And join the Gays Are Revolting Facebook group to keep up with all the tea. And your hosts for today are the wonderful Mikey, who is the strongest nail game I've ever seen. Oh, also, welcome you. back to Melbourne and society. <laughs> thank you. We have Luke, my favourite personal space invader. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> yes. And Thomas, my favourite old lady. <laughs> oh! Wait, no, 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 I was going to say it. the sassiest old lady I've thank ever you. met. And me, the best gamer cat dad that you're going to grow to love. <laughs> Hi, how are we all been? It's Good, been darling. Good. How are you? Good. Exciting I've week. seen Luke since last weekend <laughs> <laughs> when we were like five tequila shots deep. Just a quick Aww. update on my tonsillitis situation. <laughs> no, that'll just clear it right up. Five Re- tequila shots, you're good. <laughs> Recurring theme is that yeah. Kyle and I decided to go out. I thought the best idea for my personal health and safety would be to undress down to nothing oh. at 5 a.m. in the morning and then walk home in the middle of the night. Beautiful. Which Kyle luckily missed that part of the I... night. The rest of it was great. Yeah, it was not there for you're that. Very lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I think I'm okay with that. We, we were at Pop Chops, which Pop- it was so much fun. The music was so good. It's a I mean, local Melbourne night. It's also another podcast. Mm, it's also another community on the and Facebook group. <laughs> um, I don't venture there. I'll be. You're learning. Everyone so looks new. <laughs> You're learning so much, I aren't am. you? You're like Fräulein Maria when she went to oh visit the Von Trapps. It's very exciting. I know just references. Totally over your head, <laughs> yeah. didn't it? My eyes aren't yeah. glazed over. They're just taking a break. <laughs> oh, you've had a busy week then, Luke, because yeah. you also have just uh, you've temporarily moved house haven't you so i'm house sitting and it's a very oh. big change for me because i'm currently staying in the melbourne cbd in a high-rise apartment which is not my environment anyone that looks yeah. at me knows that's not my environment no um, <laughs> that's not a trash it can. ties into some of the things that we were talking about because the podcast is great because it makes me more aware yeah. of what's important to me the other day i had this weird experience where i was trying to get back into the building and this elderly woman was clearly walking straight towards me we were going towards the door was it tom and it was not tom in drag this time (laughs) um and she paused at the door and instead of like unlocking it and letting me in she just waited and stood there right in front of me (laughs) so i could get my key out Oh, oh, my yeah. little plain chicken. Thing. Because you don't look like someone that would live in that building. Because <laughs> I don't look like someone that would live in a service department building in the middle of the <laughs> Melbourne CBD. But then this morning, I actually got the lift down and I finally saw another brown brother. <laughs> and I was so happy because I thought, I'm not the only one in this building. I've been there a week yeah. and yeah. felt so ostracized. Yeah. And so I greeted him and I was like, good morning. I got my coffee, big day, big smiles. And he said, yep, good morning. Yep, big day. Turned around, grabbed the mop. <laughs> and I realized... 
Oh my You're the god. Ja- oh no. Jeez. You're the janitor. And now oh I understand goodness. why I feel the way I do. Yeah. Oh wow. But I love did, it. did the ladies in the foyer keep giving you their coat when they were <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've worked harder this week house sitting than I have in my life. <laughs> I love it. I've mopped floors, I've yeah. collected baggage. But it's been great. You guys have to come around. (laughs) See the space. We've got a balcony in the city. I'll probably be allowed on the rooftop. It'll be great. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) As long as I'm with Tom, I think I'm going to get perfect service. (laughs) Welcome to the Gays Revolt. Welcome. (laughs) So there's one thing that, like, there's no way that anyone in the queer community has been able to miss Nanette. Oh, oh, not just yes. the queer community, like the entire in the, world. The entire yes. world. There are yeah. like politicians it's, in fucking Somalia that are tweeting yeah. about this. Like everyone is talking about it has Nanette. Absolutely exploded. Yeah. So Hannah Gadsby, amazing comedian, mm. love, love, love her, has brought out her Netflix special, mm, yeah. which she was just like, nope, like I'm done after this show. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing else coming after this. I'm quitting comedy. Is she legit so, quitting though? Like, or is that just like a part well, of the show? In the beginning, she was like, no, I'm doing I, this final yeah. show and I'm done. Yeah. But since it has exploded yeah, over she, the entire she's not, world, she's, she's rethinking it. <laughs> yeah, it's right. kind of the golden ticket. I watched it as well the other mm. week. And I got that feeling of, I'm not comparing the two because they're very different content. Yeah. But you know when you watch like Friday the 13th part 7. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and it's like Jason's final chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, there's going to be another one next year. Yeah. I'm yeah. not buying this. Yeah. <laughs> to get, I think the Netflix special is yeah, kind of the, the golden last, ticket yeah. Oh, yeah. of the That's comedy world, right? Yeah, I think she's the first Australian yeah, comic to get a Netflix yeah. special. Yeah, there's a few on stand. And they've now just announced that Nazim Hussain and uh, oh, really? Joel Creasy are both yes, getting Netflix yes, specials as well. Yeah. But she was the first Australian. Yeah, it's something like 30 plus other Australian comedians are getting a Netflix special within the next year. Oh, they're all within that thing, right? Yeah. 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 Really? Um, So I have to be totally honest. I unfortunately have not seen this show. I was performing in the same festival. I don't want to brag, whatever. Clutch the pearls. But I was performing in the same festival at the same time as Anna when she was doing Nanette. And then I was away when she did her return season. And I have this thing about, I I hate watching anything live recorded Mm -hmm. on, like they do those plays, screenings Mm -hmm. and stuff. I can't watch that. So I'm just quietly hoping that she does another Melbourne season so I can go and see it. Well, my family has a long-standing tradition of despising other people's success. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's just something that's been handed down generation by generation. <laughs> Sounds uh, healthy. Yeah, it's really healthy. It's yeah. done me very well, as you can all tell. <laughs> that's why you're like this. <laughs> yeah, in terms of my personal development. So I had a lot of reservations about watching Nanette, especially mm-hmm. something that includes an LGBT member yeah. of the community yeah. getting such sort of mainstream attention and critical acclaim the forester genes kicked in and said you mm. hate this oh, you haven't yeah. seen it but you hate this because mm. this is a person doing yeah, well doing well yeah um but i i buckled down and i watched it and and it is it's hard for me to say this it's pretty good it's, it's, <laughs> it's good it's like, yeah i i didn't know that hannah was from a similar area from where my family are from. Yeah. Oh, really? Literally two towns over from where I was born and oh, where wow. my entire family live. And so when she delved into growing up in Tasmania, mm. like I didn't personally grow up there, thankfully. Like I grew up in Melbourne. But <laughs> <laughs> was that <laughs> shade? I mean, oh. <laughs> um, but like I completely resonated with her and how she felt the community is there because it was illegal to be a homosexual up until yeah. 1997 I can't in Tasmania. Believe, like so late in yeah. history, like, like I mean, just is that, so yeah. ridiculous. Is that news to you, Kyle? That or? was complete news to yeah. me. I was like, holy crap! I didn't realize it was so recent. That yeah, it was yeah. crazy laws. It scares like me that, that people don't know that. I feel oh, like that's something that, yeah. sh- that, was that a should be known, you know. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so Tasmania was the last state in Australia to decriminalize homosexuality, so which nuts. is insane yeah. to me. But like going back, I, I pretty much go back twice a year to visit family there cuz it's so close, it's easy, but it really put it into perspective of how it would have been growing up because mm. I had a hard enough time growing up down in Frankston. Like I can't imagine Jeez. what it would have been like living in the Bible Belt of Tasmania. I think if anything, the more focus it puts on the problematic aspects of yeah. Tasmania, not just stacks on Tasmania because I've been there and it's great. Yeah. And we all love 
dark mofo, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, that's wonderful. But mm. Tasmania has is... transformed incredibly and turning into an amazing art scene. And do you know what? Yeah. I, I'll be honest, the same thing with Adelaide. Like, yeah. I've been doing the Gay Pride Festival in Adelaide for seven or so years. And when I first started doing it seven years ago, it was scary as hell. Mm. But these smaller cities in Australia are, are becoming really cool and artsy. The Darwin Arts Festival is incredible. And I think that's because cities like Sydney and Melbourne are becoming so expensive. A lot of the artistic people are moving to these other cities and turning them into these like oases of um, yeah. drama and, and music and art and, and literature and stuff, which yeah. is really exciting. In the last couple of years, going back to Tasmania, I've met more and more gay people that have come out since. And to hear their stories about what it was like growing up there, like it really hit home when I heard Hannah talking about it. And I yeah. was just like, holy shit, like this is a real Are there a lot people is there a big with. gay community there? Does everybody it's, just leave Tasmania because a lot it's of, too hard there and they just come to Melbourne because it's like the closest? Well, yeah, or like a lot of the gays do leave because like there isn't a massive support. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that the larger city like Hobart has, mm. has got a good scene. The amazing Brody Lucas, who is a wonderful fan of our podcast and one of the best stand-up comedians that oh. I'm sure you're all aware of, mm-hmm. who lives there still and is doing stand-up there and comes and does like two was here but he's like based there i think he's the only gay male based tasmanian based comedian village. that i'm aware of but he's bloody brilliant and runs a whole lot of, of um nights and stuff over there which uh right. fantastic yeah amazing so as someone who hasn't as one of the very few people <laughs> in the world that hasn't seen Nanette, like obviously i've seen a million posts and everything but why is it groundbreaking why is this piece hour of stand-up changed the format of stand-up do you know what i actually think i i don't think it changes the format of stand-up but Listening back to our first episode or the parts of it that I did mm. listen to because I had to skip <laughs> over whenever Tom talked. <laughs> um, I actually spoke a bit about the drag babies thing mm. and how queer action and queer culture is really about subversion, mm-hmm. about getting in in one way, opening the door and making it something else mm-hmm. and forcing yeah. mainstream culture to swallow it, yeah. even if it's a hard pill. And despite my passive-aggressive hate of other people being successful. Mm. I watched Nanette and I saw that is queer action. She just did it. A lot of people were tuning in because this is under stand-up comedy and it's right next to, you know, Norm, whatever his name is, and Chris Rock, and and you're like, I'm going to put this in and zone out Mm. for 50 minutes. And that's not what it is. It starts as that. It does, doesn't it? It captures you. She she lures the audience in and, like, makes them comfortable. She lures them in with jokes, makes them laugh, and then she hits them with truth and silences them. And it's so powerful. And is that not what queer culture has been doing for the last 20 years? It's like getting you in and luring you in with something and say, here's the truth of the situation, is that we are some of the most hard-done-by people in the community and some really awful things have happened to us. Mm. And we entertain Mm. the shit out of you too because we're funny Mm. and we're creative and we know how to tell a good story. And that's what I took away from it. Mm. Um, I think it's going to be hard for Hannah if she is going to do another, if she does do another stand-up show next year. I mean, she can't just do like, oh, here's an hour of easy listening. But she did do a lot of stuff prior to this, uh, Mm. obviously stand-up stuff, but also was doing those amazing tours of the National Gallery. Um, She did comedy art tours and things like that. So I hope that if she's not going to be doing like your stock standard hour of comedy festival comedy, she's still going to be doing some sort of performing like the the, the, uh, comedy art tours or something, because I think it would be a huge loss if she never stepped on stage again. Yeah, totally. I did end up watching it about four or five times i just i guess being a gay person being comfortable enough to speak about it openly with everybody Mm, it took me a long time to get to that point and i think hannah really touches on that she's just like no this is what has happened to me and i'm not afraid to talk about it anymore because people Mm. need to hear it because Mm. this will not only help me work through what i've been through but what everyone else has experienced a similar thing like not only being queer person but facing sexual abuse in many different ways and it wasn't until I guess being older that I realized that I'd been through situations that I didn't think were a bad thing and really rethinking them and being like hang on a second I've faced these things as well and knowing a lot of my female friends not only straight but also who identify as queer as lesbian have also faced these things. The other great thing about the show is she makes a gag pretty 
early on that there's more facts out there about unicorns than there are about lesbians. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think it's true. I, I live in Thornbury, one of the biggest lesbian communities in Melbourne, and they have their own world and their own yeah. culture, yeah. and you don't see it represented outside of pornography for heterosexual men very often. Mm. Yeah. So I think it was great that this special was out and it is a lesbian speaking about the lesbian experience, yeah. which obviously none of us really have <laughs> no. very much. To, <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> no. To, to chip in on, but I think that's really important too is that that's another minority that we're maybe not as aware of. Yeah, I mean, I think the four people sitting at this table are, are, are fairly aware of our community. I think we engage a lot with other mm. members of our um, community and I stuff. Thought you I, say, I thought you were going to say you're fairly qualified to talk on behalf of... Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not on behalf of. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it is important that that's been pushed out to the mainstream. And how amazing that's one of the highest rating things on Netflix. Yeah, now. it like, like, always incredible. pops up on the main yeah. page when yeah. you yeah. go on it's there. fantastic. It's super powerful. Can I ask a quick personal question, though? Yeah. Because something that stuck out to me was her sort of critique about self-deprecating humour mm-hmm. and its place within the queer community or the LGBT community and humor and especially self-deprecating humor is one of my like fortes. I love it. And it brings me so much joy. Mm. And it's the only reason I can put up with being in a room with Tom (laughs) for a few hours once a week. It's actually something that's given me a lot of strength as a minority. And I could fully understand the logic in what Hannah was saying in this show is that self-deprecation is a way of humiliating queer people for yeah. the entertainment of others rather than when a... Yeah. And I thought, oh, am I wrong that I feel good or it puts me in a position where I feel comfortable? Yeah, look, I'll be honest with you. So I, I, I was doing a show when Hannah was doing her first season of this, but I think probably subconsciously the other reason I haven't watched this is because I know that that's one of the topics and yeah. I've been mm. doing comedy for quite a while and I really enjoy self-deprecating humour for myself. I, I love watching lots of different kinds of comedy. I don't expect other people to be doing yeah. self-deprecating humour, but I'm scared that I'll watch it and, and not want to do self-deprecating humour anymore because I love... Love it. Doing it. I absolutely yeah. love doing it. It's how You're I got so through high school. I, thank you. <laughs> There's a lot to make fun of. Um, it's how I got through high school. It's um, it's a way of like being naughty and nasty, but not hurting anyone else. And perhaps because of high school, if I say something about myself, mm. it means no one else can say. Or if someone else says something, mm. it can't be worse than it's what like I've already said. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've already hurt myself, so whatever you say can't hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. And I quite enjoy having that. And I will watch this, but I am scared shitless. <laughs> That I'm going to change gonna my mind about you. that. That's the thing. I think it's there's two points. It's one. It's like if I say it first and yeah. funnier and wittier than you ever will. Yeah, it can't hurt me. Yeah, and two. Also, if I think Bianca Del Rio said it is if you make fun of yourself first, it gives you free range to Dude, rip that's everyone yeah, else absolutely. to shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, um, very Jane Rivers. Yeah, yeah, and I've relied on that my entire professional yeah. career. Yeah, <laughs> and you work in mental health, so that's <laughs> really that's that's really good to know. <laughs> All right, now we're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. And I know that I've critiqued it, but I obviously also love it. I just hate what it's doing to our community. But it's also a very good show. <laughs> and I watch it a lot. So let's yes. talk about it. And that's okay. Now, it's been a while since um, season 10 finished. And obviously there was that incredible, shall we say, lip sync battle uh, with Asia O'Hara oh and the butterfly. I guess yes. incredible is a word for it. It's <laughs> a word. Remarkable. Would yeah. we, is that a good, nice remarkable. way of saying it? And you know what? Imagine if that had been pulled off. Like that no. would have been a beautiful... Oh, I mean, she wanted to be a butterfly queen, but she kind of choked on a mothball. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been like the gif of 2018. Beautiful butterflies flying out. Unfortunately... They died, yeah, and it didn't go very well. And I mean, yeah. it didn't. It was a shitstorm, basically. Yeah. Um. So we all saw that happen. I don't know if you guys saw the apology though that she's formally no. issued since. I didn't. Oh, okay. So I, I didn't saw that she that. posted it, but I didn't actually read it. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <she, laughs> like she I said, was like, sorry, whatever, cool. girl. <laughs> 
So, I mean, it reads like something from NASA. This is amazing. <laughs> wow. Despite months of research and rehearsing with a professional car- company, uh, what I'd hoped would be an amazing and safe display of optimism and a surprise for everyone, including the production and the network, it did not go as planned. Now, she goes on. She says, I'd like to publicly offer the entire world. I'm sorry, darling, not the entire no, world I we're mean, offering, but yes, go ahead. Entire world. The entire world, my deepest apology. It's important that everyone knows I would never purposely hurt any living being and have the utmost respect for all animals. Uh, she goes on and on and on um, and explains how they have to be in temperature controlled climates yeah. and she rehearsed it at home but it was colder in the studio and she had them in the hiding yeah. spot for too long and all sorts of shit. But what I loved is at the end it says um, in addition to her apology O'Hara promises to donate over 100 volunteer hours to the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Wow. I think this is going over the top. I think <laughs> I'm so. Sorry. And anyone I've seen everyone ripping on her. Yeah, there have been stuff. some oh great if you on have, the internet about this. There have been amazing memes but if you have a can of fly spray under your sink oh. in your kitchen You have done worse than she did in that number. These are insects. There was like 10 of them. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it it was just a shit show. I'm I'm really disappointed that the only remaining queen of colour in the season finale got goofed up on a shtick that only exists because of some random lip sync battle decision that had to happen. So they're trying to, to one up from like last year with the, the rose petals and the wig kind yeah. of thing. So now everyone's trying to come with the tricks and yeah. like do things. But you know what though? <laughs> I'm sorry girl, but when it comes to reveals like you do not do a butterfly reveal in the finale. Like just yeah. play it safe. I Actually, think her yeah. mistake like, was choice of insect. I think she should have unleashed a swarm of bees on camera yeah. and like <laughs> eliminated yeah, him see, that, that way. That, yeah. And then she'd be like oh honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like big old moths and they can all go hang out with RuPaul and <laughs> get along together. But also the costume just wasn't very well constructed. No. Like she took those breasts off, which obviously meant yeah, to it was so have yeah. the butterflies, but it looked like some weird mummy had just had a mastectomy. Yeah. Oh my God. Because there to, like, was just the webbing out. hanging yeah. off yeah. where I think, the chest Yeah, you're was. right. I think uh, I'm more annoyed by the fact that her apology focuses on the... Um, Cruelty to animals, where she really just yeah. should be the cruelty to the audience. Yeah, is probably what she should yeah. <laughs> it just was a shit number. It was yeah. just a shit number. But I don't. I'm, I and just then, anyway. Everyone that's like, oh, that's so mean. Can that? Fuck off! It's butterflies. Like yeah. they're just pretty looking yeah. flies. Yeah, just <laughs> littering the floor with dead butterflies. It's not yeah. that you see like the part when like fine. Cameron like flips his hair, like, oh my like god, sweeps yeah. a dead butterfly into yeah. the. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I think my favorite part from that entire lip sync is when the camera pans over to Monique Hart and Miss Van. Faces. Oh, yeah. yeah, just oh, shook, like- just like... <gasps> Like, I feel like when she took the first bracelet and opened it, fumbling. you should have just bailed on that and bailed just, like, lip synced the whole time. Yeah. Like, no, this isn't happening. Like <laughs> This is the other thing, too, is, like, the queer scene is so, so full of Nancy Drews who mm. know exactly what's going to happen before it happens. They know the drama. For heterosexual viewers or non-Nancy Drew gays, <laughs> wherever you are, I think that performance was just confusing i watched it with my two heterosexual friends and they didn't even know butterflies were meant to be there yeah it was very very just strange Mm -hmm. but yeah let's let's get rid of this sticky like reveal yeah i think it's gonna just keep getting worse just do the number know your words like, I mean, if you've got something real special to reveal, great. But, like, let's not make a whole lip sync out of it. Like Exactly. But I am glad that Aquaria won. Deservedly so. Uh, other than Asia, I'd say she mm-hmm. was the only person on that season that I could she tolerate winning. She was very polished winning. And, yeah. like, in all the challenges. She didn't, she didn't get in the bottom no. at all. No, no, no. The whole competition sets. And no one's done that since Bianca Del Rio, have they? Oh. I think. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, correct. yeah. yeah. From the moment that that lip sync started, I was like, you won, like, yeah. instantly. Oh. Like, I, I watched it with my straight friends, and we got to the start of the three-way lip sync. Also very suspicious. So chaotic. Oh, very so chaotic. suspicious that there yeah. is Let's a three-way say. lip yeah. sync on mm. a song that has three vocalists. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, totally <laughs> buying that, Rue. But within the first five seconds... Yeah. Aquaria pulls out a sparkler. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't that special, but no. the delivery of it. I actually paused it with my heterosexual friends and I went, <laughs> okay, 
So just a gay lesson, guys. That's how you win a lip sync. <laughs> yes. School. The episode hadn't even finished Your yet. friends must love hanging out with you. They do. <laughs> They're like, can you stop pausing the fucking show, please? <laughs> I stop it all the time. Even the Uber drivers, because I live, I'm a creature routine, and I go to the same places at the same time every week to do the same things. Yeah. My Uber drivers pick me up from my house to take me to JB's to watch Drag Race. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, are you going for dinner to watch that show again? Oh, <laughs> it's happened they four times. You get regular Uber drivers. Yes, wow. four times it has Jeez. happened. I wanted Miss Cracker to win. Me I too. thought I thought it was too soon that yeah. she left. That was that was like the um, Valentina of this season, I think. <laughs> she just didn't pull it out soon enough. Yeah. That was the problem because they could all see mm. the potential within her. Yeah, they, they liked her. Like, they loved they, her, she, but it was just like... She was her own worst saboteur at the end of the day. Like I think the whole season was pretty much pre-planned from yeah. episode one to episode yeah. ten. I agree with Tom in a lot of ways that I'm not super happy about the representation of our community as it moved forward. As but it also what it's forward. doing to the live local scene. Yeah. That, that's my big beef. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I don't hate RuPaul's as a show. No. I know I rag on it a lot. It's a great show to watch. But we've now got young people that will pay hundreds of dollars to go see some um, American drag queen that comes here and does some clapped out odd routine. Yeah. And yet there's amazing local artists performing yeah. stuff that they won't go it's and incredible. see and it's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? The best message I think anyone could include in Drag Race, I would love for Rue to say, because the queens themselves say this on Twitter if you follow mm. them and things like that, is like, if you love Drag Race- yeah. And if you go love see Thomas Jasper's in Granny Bingo, <laughs> go see Tom. <laughs> is support your local queen? They say that same thing. They yeah. say it's the, funny how they all know Tom. Yeah. <laughs> like, if if you love Drag Race and nothing else, you don't love drag. Yeah. Guys, I'm in a new relationship. Yes, Kyle. And, we're yes, very aware. and I, for one, didn't get nearly as many cards with warm wishes as I expected. Well. You didn't really. It was really special time for me starting my new relationship, and I just feel like it would have been nice to get a card or two. Yeah, but darling, people don't really give. I, ca- nice congratulations on finding someone or enjoy the honeymoon phase. You know, some nice words in a card that I could hold on to. Well, if it means that much. Because to- being in a new relationship is great. I'm really happy, guys, and I'd love for you to express your well wishes for me during this exciting time. Sure. Kyle will whack a few heartwarming sentiments on a piece of cardboard for you. Thanks. Grab a pack of greeting cards from supersimplecards.com. Beautiful, artisan, and environmentally friendly. Supersimplecards.com allows you to purchase cards in bulk. Ready to congratulate me on my new relationship. Bring back the ease of card giving for meaningless occasions by ordering a pack of greeting cards from supersimplecards.com with free shipping and 10% off your entire order when you use the code GAYSREVOLTING at the checkout. You guys will understand when you get relationships of your own. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... I'm not sure if I've shared this story with everyone and wanted to talk about (laughs) some of our more unfortunate sexual encounters. Which you had plenty of, I'm sure. I feel like you guys... (laughs) I feel like it's more unfortunate for the other person, but yeah. (laughs) It's still unfortunate. I want to tell a story because I was kind of surprised that not many people know this term. Not many people know that this happens, but according to my doctor, it happens a lot. The show is educational. Yeah, and I'm all about education. Um, It was, I think, last year at some point, I had a guy over, and it was a Sunday morning after a big night. After church. After a very big (laughs) night out, and I'd woken up super hungover, and I'd said, look, you know what, I don't really know you, babe, but I'm the type of person that's going to order us McDonald's Uber Eats because I'm not sure what your level of respect for me was before I got (laughs) blind wasted in front of you. But I want to show you my McMuffin. Yeah, (laughs) but I want to make sure it's at rock bottom right now. I want you to lick my hash brown. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So I ordered this guy and myself just a banquet of delicious McDonald's mm, breakfast. Yeah. And then he started cracking on to me and wanted the more Sunday morning moves. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's will do that to people. Mm. Like, I you know. Just buy someone to McDonald's. He first... wanted to have a suck on your chocolate thick shake. <laughs> Can you, you stop? stop? <laughs> Can you how, stop? Many, how many of these has Tom got? I don't know. Your Big Mac? You're yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> your fillet of fish. Anything uh, McDonald's is actually yeah. it's honey. Right. That's so I told this guy, I said, look, I see what you're doing. But I also see my Uber status and this McDonald's is about 10 minutes away. Yeah. So I ain't starting something before I have my McMuffin. 
because I'm a right Catholic boy and I have my priorities <laughs> yeah, in order. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Obviously. But that didn't stop him. It's basically and Angela's ashes. <laughs> things started up again and I was like, all right, you know what? You can do this. You can get this done in 10 minutes. Yeah. You can have sex with someone before your Uber Eats arrives and then you can reward yourself with a McMuffin. In that situation, I did not have time for lube. I was like, you just got to get in there, yeah. get the job done and yeah. get out. Sorry, this story is graphic, by the way. No, I didn't say that please, at the no. start, did I? <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts, listeners. <laughs> so, within about 10 seconds of that happening, I realized something didn't feel quite right. It was kind of like the feeling when you bite ice cream. Mm, or yeah, right. No, just, to be, just, feeling just to confirm <laughs> whose apple pie was going into the, whose McMuffin. So, I was topping at this <laughs> Yeah, occasion. that's a better way of saying it, sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Way to just, like, out and say it. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a rarity for you, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. It's too late in the evening for me to be making metaphors. I was topping... It felt like something was a bit off. And I said, I'm really sorry. This isn't Uber related because I'd stopped a few times <laughs> it's like you in to the Uber status. Yeah, so but something doesn't feel right. I, for lack of a better term, pulled out and shot a stream of blood. No. Oh, my oh. God. My penis. Oh, stop. To this man's face. Oh. Oh, the, oh, what? The bed frame. No. The sheets oh, everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, I might mention I'm pretty much legally blind. So, yes. even though I felt weird, I couldn't quite see what oh. was happening. Can you see colors? Yeah. I... <laughs> So I just started screaming and I was screaming, I can't see, is it you or is it me? Is it you or is it me? And then... It's like a song. Yeah, it was really sweet. I set the camera. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That song He's is about this exact situation. I mean, <laughs> but then my penis twitched slightly and mm. another spurt shot out. Towards right. the side of the room And I realised it was me I'd snapped my perineum And what is most commonly known as Snapped my banjo string inside of <laughs> oh, someone yeah. oh, wow. um, Which is the piece of skin that connects the foreskin yeah. To the head of the penis um, If you're uncircumcised oh, my God. So at that it's stage still- I actually My Uber Eats did arrive Great my timing. housemate had to go get it while I ran to the bathroom. Was he, like, covered in blood when he answered the door? It's like, everything's fine. No, my don't need to call the police. Got oh, your housemate, your housemate. And he was uh, yelling out to me saying, Luke, your McDonald's is here. I was naked uh, with a bath towel around my oh penis my soaked with blood, Jeez. screaming, I'll be Ooh. down in a minute. <laughs> oh. While someone else was laying in bed, probably in shock. Yeah. I just, um, blood fountain on him. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I had just Sounds Antichrist. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on this man. Oh. But yeah, I went to the GP because yeah. the bleeding didn't stop. I also actually texted a photo to my best friend who's straight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And said, you'd never believe what I just did. And he thought I'd murdered someone because it was Close. just a little... <laughs> there was enough blood. <laughs> and so I went to the GP... And I told him what had happened, and I said I done did something bad to my dick. <laughs> In I, those exact words, he's like, "Say yeah. that ten times faster." <laughs> and he looked at it and he said, "This happens all the time. You've broken the foreskin. It basically will heal itself. It won't reconnect. You can get surgery. Oh. Happens all the time. Just a piece of advice: please refrain from any sort of sexual activity for the next fortnight because oh you don't want to reopen this wound. It, oh. It's healing." This was Christmas time, and so I obviously... This is really painting. I didn't read my audience very well at that point, and I said, Doc, it's all good. I'm heading home for Christmas, so I'm just going to be with my dad, and he hasn't <laughs> been interested in fucking me since I hit puberty. Oh, <laughs> you are grotty. Oh, <laughs> that is... Was he just like, get out? <laughs> did no. the guy... I need to know, did the guy stay for the McDonald's? Did yes. you eat the, Mac- what <laughs> the McDonald's? What the McDonald's Brilliant. Yes. Okay. So, I had a pillow. A man after my own heart. <laughs> yes. I had to rest with my penis in a, in a towel... 
my hips up on a pillow because yeah. we thought maybe that oh, would stop goodness. the blood yeah. flow. Yeah. Well, he had the McDonald's and I was he like quivering. I tell you what would stop blood flowing to your penis, hanging upside down, eating McDonald's while the guy that you just <laughs> fucked watches you. That's going to stop <laughs> any blood going anywhere near your penis. That's textbook. <laughs> and I still had like two cigarettes while I was bleeding <laughs> oh, out. Stop Jesus. it. Sorry if that makes me sound It's really not that uncommon. Um, <laughs> one mistake you made in your story is it's just for our listeners at home that might be concerned about situations happening in the future. It's not limited to people that are uncircumcised. Oh, oh really? Circumcised people can still. Oh, okay. I, I know I a circumcised that. guy that had that happen, yeah. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Are you covered in blood? Uh, no, I wasn't there <laughs> for that one. I, 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 I've not witnessed that. I mean, there was one time that, like, with an ex, we were just getting down and he was giving me a head job. And then all of a sudden, I just remember this severe pain. And I was just no. like... Oh, what is that? Oh, yeah. And he's just pulled his head up and there was blood dripping no! out of his mouth. Oh. And I was just like, oh my God, like, did you bite your tongue? And I was just like, hang on a second. You're like, no, Wait. I'm in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Connect <laughs> and the nuts. Looked down and yeah. You were had, singing this song. Is it you or you is it me? don't have a penis oh anymore? God. Is that where this is going? Well, no, like he had just like cut like my banjo strap. It was gone. I had yeah. no idea. And I was just oh. like, oh my God. Now, how bad did both of you get it cut because sometimes it's so bad that it doesn't re- they don't reconnect it mine so reconnected naturally like naturally stitches. yours is not absolutely not naturally so not- it's like you don't have foreskin you have a five skin my penis <laughs> my penis is like the elephant man right now there's oh, like bits sicken if I wasn't unattracted <laughs> to you already <laughs> we've all seen the photos um, <laughs> so they didn't they didn't do stitches or anything like that because you can't no. get stitches yeah. yeah so they told me that they could do aesthetic Surgery. What's the point? I mean, when your face looks like line. that, price uh, <laughs> <laughs> go for it. No one's expecting anything too amazing. <laughs> well, this the doctor that had told me this was clearly a straight man because what he'd said to me is like, aesthetically, you can actually get that fixed, but it doesn't really matter that much because from the angle you're viewing it, you won't actually be able <gasps> oh to tell God. the difference. You're worried so about your audience. You care. Yeah. And I stopped and I said, I, uh, I'm not sure if you got the joke before about my dad having. Having oh. sex with me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a sexual man. Oh, no. Or yeah. the bit about me having mm. unprotected anal sex. I'm a homosexual man, so the appearance of my penis is very important yeah. to me and my self esteem yeah. and my community. As a whole. <laughs> wow. my community. You go that community. <laughs> the not being able to have sex thing for a while because of physical pain is interesting. Yeah. Like, we've done it because yeah. of you've got an STD, you can have sex. Yeah. But you can still have a wank when you've got an STD. Oh, yeah. I've dated two guys that have had non-retractable foreskins. Have you had a lot of experience? Oh, yeah. The one yeah. guy I dated, yeah. Yeah, well, but, sorry, I've slept with many, many guys with non-retractable <laughs> foreskins, but I've been dating two guys while I've had the um, circumcision to oh. get that rectified. And then you you go on drugs. So as well, an yeah, adult, yeah. So when you're a kid and you have a circumcision, I mean, first of all, I just think circumcisions are fucked. Oh, absolutely. In this day and age, I get in the olden days they did it. There was hygiene myth. There was yeah. religion stuff. In this day and age, chopping a little bit of your child's dick off. I don't care why no. you think it's a good idea. It's not a good idea like anymore. I always thought it was like a health thing, like just from it's the not. But like, I think in the nineteen fifties, it was when people yeah. showered like I twice most a week. People in Australia were. No. no. Yeah, I really recently found out. Like, so, someone told me no. So, my mum's like a nurse and used to work in um, maternal, maternal, in the maternity Mater- ward. There you go. And uh, she was saying that basically about mid-1986, there was a huge conversations about it in um, yeah. a lot of the um, newspapers and on television yeah. and all that sort of this big topic on chat shows and stuff. And apparently after, pre-mid-1986, most people were getting circumcised yeah. post that big conversation. Most So, anyone that's about mm. in their early 30s yeah. and under is probably in Australia- probably not circumcised and above that probably is circumcised. Yeah. But so when you're a kid and you get circumcised, you don't naturally have erections and there's not that much mm. scar tissue because your penis is a lot smaller and that sort of stuff. As an adult, although obviously it's a very different yeah. thing. Oh yeah. It's God. a hugely different thing. Yeah. So I've, I've been with two guys while they were having it done. Like I mean, during. not, not, not <laughs> like Jesus. Was like, but they put you place. on this. They put you on this medication um, to You're sick. <laughs> they block like to, to stop you getting hard, yeah. and it's for quite a long period yeah. of time because that's some sensitive mm. uh, tissue that you want to get you know solved properly. Ugh, because if, yeah. if you do get an erection, it literally rips open. The, yeah, the scar well, that's tissue. Because that I remember horrible. like Have, when my bandage strap was yeah. like cut. Because like, did they put you on the the drugs? Well, no, because like mine wasn't bad enough. Right, they were just like it'll heal by itself within a week. 
But then like every day you get an erection and it would mm. just like, it would be painful, but it wouldn't bleed again. But it was, it was the worst two yeah. weeks of yeah. my life. So I was already on the medication, but that was for legal reasons. <laughs> Proceeding. <laughs> just to keep your uncle away. <laughs> um, no, they didn't give me any medication, but they did advise to avoiding av- to not be avoid gay. getting aroused. <laughs> well, okay. and I said that's very difficult for someone who you know. So one of the guys <laughs> that um, I was dating while he was having recovering from this surgery was when I was living in London. It was at the end of my stay, and I was about to move back to Australia. And yeah. we realised that I was going to have to move back before he was off the medication. Mm. So he was like, "We need to have sex again before you go." I was like, "I can't. We can't risk you getting." Yeah, I don't want to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "We can't." And anyway, so we did. And uh, so I, I was fucking him, and he's like, "Oh, that's so good, that's so good." Ah, 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 ah! I was You're like, like oh, "I know." Stop, 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 He's like, "No, no, no, keep going. We've got to get this done." I'm like, "No, this is gonna no. tear your penis." Like, <laughs> that's what you want to hear. Yeah, oh. we've got to get this done. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh. we've got to get this done. Instead of talking about my penis for five minutes, thank God, I thank do want to say that Kyle oh. brought someone to pop chops. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He's been picking him up every week after yes. our little recordings. <laughs> Kyle's got a boyfriend. Ooh. Okay, it's true. The word is out. It's on Facebook. <laughs> We'd mentioned yeah, you just, you just become yeah. Facebook official. Yeah, yeah. at like three a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, I noticed. Oh, that was some <laughs> good was, you pills. Know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just like. Sharing, and you're like, so I've noticed your Facebook says single. Mine yeah. does not. One thing led to another, and then I woke up the next day, and I was like, oh shit. Why at 4 a.m.? Like, because that's when I was like drunkest. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, yeah. is that important to you, or is that important to him? I have never been. I've, a this is official. this is the first time I've ever been in a relationship on Facebook, and it said the other person's name. Like oh. in previous oh. relationships, it's been in a relationship, but yeah. that could be like it's not like specifically saying this person is a homosexual. Yeah. I think it was quite a big thing for him maybe because i think a lot of his family he, he's kind of recently out like yeah. the okay. past couple years so he's also i think a lot of people Australia. found out through that way but he yeah. was really for it and that was really great really yeah nice. yeah yeah well, i mean we were for a lot of things <laughs> but um yeah and then you were actually kinda, talking to someone else completely yeah, different i'm but. in a relationship with someone else <laughs> <laughs> damn it no that's exciting congratulations yeah well yeah done. but we, it's a up. funny step we have to take now isn't it doing uh, the facebook official i mean thing. is it even i oh yeah i was I, trying to see people i knew i, I went through facebooks and i was like people no. who i knew in relationships i'm like are they facebook official do i yeah. need to be but um, woke up the next day and I was just like, I'm so hungover. Check my phone. It's like a bajillion notifications. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus. But it was actually really nice. Like, it got like a lot of, I don't know, positive stuff. So, like, that made me feel good. Yeah. But it was kind of coming out to that weird little percentage of people on my Facebook that like old family friends and people back in South Africa and like old mm. work colleagues and like who didn't necessarily 100% know or something. So, yeah. I'm not sure if I would have done it when I was sober, like if yeah. I would have got the kind of courage to. I'm happy it's done yeah. now. You're also on a show called The Gays. I know. Revolting. I'm <laughs> here to, to like, to point that this out. is growth. <laughs> if they didn't know then, this is def- growth. Definitely and I'm now. not talking about the thing on Tom's face. <laughs> <laughs> Take it oh off me for God. a bit. <laughs> this bitch is coming for you. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Okay, you want to come for me, people? <laughs> I give your relationship two weeks. <laughs> With this new relationship that's happening, what's yeah. like, what's your view on monogamy? Like, is oh, that a thing? Have you had, oh, have is that a chat you've had? Yeah. Um, I think it's just something that we both realize and is implied. I don't think it's something that, I mean, oh, so help so me God. Young. So help me God. I will hunt down and kill yeah. with a crossbow. No, I think we are both definitely on the same page. Okay. I don't think I could ever open a relationship. I would never be comfortable with that. I know. Never say for never. Gay, yeah. I know for gay. <laughs> co- <laughs> oh, oh. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. That was over my head. People in gay relationships and like, it's it's this really common thing that they open relationships and like grinder status things and being yeah. like open and all that. So I just don't see how that could ever work. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just my point of view. Yeah, but like, for you, you mean you don't think it if could like, ever If work I for wanted you. to disappoint more than one person, I would have you know, <laughs> my parents. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Have, have you boys done open relationships? I've not. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, you have? No. Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, okay. absolutely. <laughs> I'm not like judging. I'm just really curious. I just don't, like, I don't think I don't understand because in my mind, I'm like, Luke could get anyone else. This well, I, mean. <laughs> I take what I can get. Yeah. yeah. I've um, not been in a relationship long enough. Oh, yeah. Mikey. I always feel like you're so beautiful. <laughs> that's really like long relationships and then people decide to open well, this is the thing, up. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, like, tell us about okay, your tell about open relationship. relationship. This was a really unique one in that I was in an open relationship with a bisexual man. Wow, that's complicated. And the terms were that <laughs> he would open it up to sleep with women oh. on a purely physical basis, yeah. but then would have an emotional relationship purely with me. Yeah, right. And I could then also sleep with other men because I was not a bisexual. Um, yeah. Still not, actually. Um, <laughs> wow. But could not have emotional relationships with them. But eventually it turns out that I have no emotions full stop. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't realize after a while that we were still in an open relationship. Mm. I think about six months passed. Yeah. Okay. How long had it been into the relationship? Was it from the beginning that it was open? Or like, were you seeing this person for a while and then he decided he wanted girls again? No, it was from day one. It was like, if we want to keep doing this, this is how it's going to be. And I said, I don't really mind because I generally forget things the moment I leave a room. Mm. So I I think I'm all good with this. I feel like that's so hard to get my head around because like doing it from the get-go you haven't even formed like a relationship with that person to be like solid with them before you can it's an adventure it's about saying this is something i haven't done before yeah so i don't know how i feel about it but i'm going to give it a red hot go because i've been wrong about so much shit before yeah yeah Yeah. you know yeah why not (laughs) why not (laughs) when you failed this many times Like, would you open, like, would he tell you when he was with other people? Like, or was it just kind of like a thing that you both knew, like, that he was seeing no, people? So, like, was it, like, very open or kind of? Yeah. So, the other part was if we slept with someone else, yeah. we would tell each other. And how, like, Which, did you feel shit? Like, or were you okay with that? Well, I forgot. <laughs> and I <laughs> you kept forgot. forgetting. And then the few times that it did happen, I'd get a phone call or a message. Yeah. I don't use, want to use the phrase again, but I'm a Nancy Drew. I know if you're sleeping with someone before you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got social glasses. media. Yeah. I know it's how so it easy. Works. It's like modern day to, like, like stalk yeah. Like yeah. Um, It's tricky when it goes into the man-woman heteronormative. That would be so complicated because it's opening up like anybody's a threat. Um, (laughs) That's it. But generally, uh, I wasn't phased by it, but I have... Wait, did you already say how long you were with this person for? Yeah, about six months. Okay. Six months before I, you know, did something to ruin it. Um, <laughs> this is a good <laughs> okay next That's a topic good run for you. <laughs> what did you do <laughs> I was um, looking for a compliment then that was six no, months no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> impressed that someone put up with you for six months um, it's interesting I, I did a, one of my longest relationships uh, was an open relationship but with I'm, certain rules as often yeah. they do so he travelled a lot for work and if he was going to be interstate or overseas for a long period of time then it was allowed to be open yeah which at first was great because I fucking love fucking. Yeah. And I love fucking new people and I just love fucking as much as possible (laughs) and as many people as possible. Mm. But also I want to be in a loving monogamous relationship as well. At first it was amazing because when we were together, we were fucking each other like crazy and it was amazing and it was awesome. He'd go away for work. I'd fuck other guys. He'd fuck other guys and it was great. And then we'd get back and we'd fuck again. But our rule was that it was like, the guys that you fuck when the other person's away yeah. aren't ongoing kind yeah, of guys. There's no date. Yeah, things. there's no dates. There's no chatting up or planning it. Yeah. It's like if you go out and you meet someone it or if someone on grind or you're at a sauna or whatever, that's fine. <laughs> if you're but just you casually at a sauna. No, you're a like, you can, sauna? you can plan to <laughs> have sex, but it's to? not like <laughs> me picking a specific guy and being like, hey, yeah. let's go for, di-, you know, because that yeah. sort of goes into the dating territory. Yeah. And it, I've after a while got into that sort of area. And that's why I am the a crazy sauna, person right? and uh, <laughs> ruined everything because I found his social media. At any point in time, I am either you or the partner were like any of the rules broken at all. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. From his part, which, may, but also like I probably should have been more like I was starting to realize that I wasn't cool. Like, you know, he'd go mm. back to the same city and I knew that he was fucking the same guy when he'd go back there. I should have been more open about how 
much that upset me. And it did make me a fucking crazy person. And by the yeah. end of that, like, he broke up with me and, in retrospect, was totally right to do so. Yeah. Because I was a fucking crazy person by the end of it. <laughs> but it was because, like, you know, he'd be o- openly talking about, like, how he was going to see the same guy again. And I was like, well, well hang on, this isn't right. That's so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, hang on. And he showed me photos and videos and stuff. And I was like, well, yeah. oh, hang on. This isn't what we sort of agreed on. Like, yeah. it was supposed to just sort of be purely no, physical. Like, and that's all I'm moment. doing. Like, yeah. I'm not. And I love you and I want to just have sex with you. So I think now, if I hopefully win, yeah. it's been so long since I've been in a relationship. <laughs> but what I would like in a relationship, because, you know, some people open from the start, never open. Yeah. That's fine. For me, it would be like, I want to be with someone that is so awesome and passionate at the start that we don't need anyone else to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Over time, everything gets boring. We yeah. can fuck other people. But Absolutely. yeah, it's definitely got to be like a strict, like no dates. Yeah. Unless it's with both of us and the other person. Yeah. Which is kind of hot. If you really? if a couple has like a oh, regular yeah. fuck buddy, that is kind of hot. <laughs> Some friends of mine are a couple and they go on these dates with a third guy. Love and like, well, like go to dinner or like. Yeah, yeah, like really? full on yeah. dates like and stuff. Date. And they like fuck the guy in the toilets at the Sounds restaurant. Amazing. Like it's really wow. fucking hot. Like do that. that is, I'm totally up for that. But yeah, just sort of like make sure you're loving the person that you're with and like not hurting yeah. the person you're with. That's the most totally. important thing, I think. Like I've not been in an open relationship myself, but I've been sleeping with someone who was. Oh. And it wasn't until probably six months in that I was just like, hang on a second. We're actually going on dates. Because I, I just didn't see it as a thing. I was just like, oh, we're just going to dinner. And then we're yeah. going to go do our thing. And You're that's like, fine. Wait a minute. <laughs> there were a few conversations that we had. And it was just like, oh, hang on a second. This person's starting to get feelings for me. And yeah. like, I've sort of come into this being like, there's going to be no strings. Like, this is great for me. Like, I can have a consistent thing. And I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And he... One of the last times we properly like hooked up, he was just like, "Oh, so I've broken up with my partner," and I was just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> um, You're the Leonardo like, DiCaprio in Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then he was like, "Look, I have feelings for you," and I was just like, "Oh, look, I'm I'm sorry, but I don't." reciprocate those feelings oh. unfortunately like I really like our friendship and I really enjoy what we have but unfortunately I don't want it to go any further and that was the end of that like yeah. it just me being self-loathing within that time period was uh, just like you revisited I revisited a few <laughs> times and I feel so horrible about it now mm. because every time I did I knew Every time that I, I feel like everyone's him. had that kind of situation, and it's just being like, the other person. Yeah, like I knew well, that. But like, being both sides of that situation, I yeah. feel like taking like mm. something because you know you can get so, it. So yeah. So in your relationship, for you, Kyle, yeah, Facebook think. official. Yeah. <laughs> if your boyfriend said tomorrow, so we're open, yeah. <laughs> I would. <Ooh. laughs> I would just like casually. Not, not an option. I, I would. I would like blue screen. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, Thank you so much for listening to The Gays Are Revolting, a weekly news source for contemporary gays. Enough roasting, Kyle. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. You can subscribe to The Gays Are Revolting on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. And don't forget to please rate and review. And I expect everybody to give us social media love. Probably not Luke, because he's blocked me. Uh, But everybody else by following at Gays Revolting on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, Facebook. And now, guys, don't forget to join the Gays Are Revolting Facebook group to keep up with all the tea. Oh, bye, everyone. Oh, <laughs> is it over? Too soon. See you next week. <laughs>